are under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. He's dead, Murphy. You have the right to an attorney. You're reading Miranda to a corpse! I'm having trouble. New tagline to this movie, Robocop 2, colon, Murphy's been acting different lately. That might be one of the best descriptor colons of, of all time. And he has been acting different lately for about five minutes in this movie, which they should have ran with a lot yeah. longer, in it, my opinion. Can I say how much I love bitch ass robocop <laughs> i need I the like whole movie too. to be him just being a being a wuss i'm surprised they didn't run with that a little bit more it seemed yeah. like a wasted opportunity in my opinion well so, you know our catchphrase we'll get to that later yeah so. we'll get to that later you know miranda writes to a corpse yeah. so <laughs> welcome back to the last rope podcast this is episode 139 if you're new to the show we're at the tail end of the summer of sequels check our website out thelastrowpodcast.com check out all of the other movies in the summer of sequels Follow us on all the social channels at The Last Row Pod. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Please consider leaving us a five-star review. And thanks to everyone that did so, so far. We, we've made it. We've made it through the summer of sequels. This is yeah. it. This is the end. The summer's almost over, but we still have about 60 to 80 minutes left over much this podcast runs <laughs> for the summer of sequels. RoboCop 2 finishes up the series. We've had a good time, and we're at it. RoboCop 2. June 22nd, 1990 was the release date, Drew. Did you watch this in the theater or, uh, or, or via Hotbox? This was a Hotbox VHS. movie. This, this was a Hotbox yeah. movie probably in 1995 or 1994, something like that. Yeah, too young. <laughs> Way too run, run, run time one hour 57 minutes the kid in the movie was young so yeah that kid was too young one hour 57 minutes genre too action long. slash sci-fi directed by Irvin Kirshner I know uh, about Irvin Kirshner you you always ask me what do you know about Irvin Kirshner I, I still know what do you know about Irvin Kirshner what do you know about him I know he did Empire Strikes Back I, which is one okay. of the best Star Wars movies uh, ever well, besides that, because I don't care about space movies. I don't know um, much about it. I, I have a fun <laughs> fact about Irvin Kirshner. You know okay. the scene where they're cycling through uh, the um, death row inmates to find out what brain they want to put in this uh, Robocop yeah. two? He is an Easter egg. One of the one of the pictures. I thought I thought that was him. Yep. I thought that was him. That's he awesome. was one of the inmates. So we had a mugshot taken for the movie. I like when a director does that. Like yeah. it's not it, to me. You go with like a M Night Shyamalan thing. It's a little too much. Yeah. You right. know, when you're a full-blown character. Put your in face the movie. in there as a character. Yeah, get out of here. But when you're a little Easter egg, I fully support it. Fully. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, IMDB 5.8 out of 10. Probably Sadly, too high. Right. It's probably, That's probably about, about right. right. Yeah. yeah. Rotten Tomato 28%. Too low. Too, too low. low. I, I think it's too low. Like 51%. Uh, Metacritic 42%. Eh, it's probably eh. it's just right around there. I don't know. And Letterbox 2.9 out of 5. I think I gave it a 3 or a 2.5. I don't remember. It's fair. I mean, yeah, 2.8 sounds right to me. It's interesting, though, because like we didn't do this, and I regret not doing this, putting the others, but this is significantly lower than the first one. Yeah. Every score is much higher for Robocop 1. Rotten Tomatoes is 91 for the first one. I think for good reason. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Cyborg Detroit policeman Alex Murphy is the sole officer on duty after the police force goes on strike against evil conglomerate Omni-Consumer Products and its push to foreclose the city of Detroit. Aside from dealing with the normal level of crime, Murphy must take on crime boss Kane, the big red machine, Kane, the spread of a dangerous new drug called Nuke, and the attempt by psychologist Dr. Juliet Fax. Double X. Double X. <laughs> to create another Robocop using a hardened criminal. Oh, he was hardened, all right. That's Radar. for sure. Yeah. I. <laughs> it's not a bad synopsis. No, but pretty good. Pretty we'll, good. we'll get to some of those plot points. So let me ask you this now before we get into anything. So, like, was he the only cop on duty? I felt like they had some of the No, there was other cops. Duty, right? I, that was a big point that I want to talk about because he. They kind of called him out as a scab, but his partner was working. There was a whole bunch of other people. Yeah, There's people yeah. in the office. The the chief police guy was See, working too. There's a movie to be made in here where he's the only one working. Yeah. And the cops are like totally against him. And maybe there's a really bad yes. seed cop who's actively trying to mess him up. Yes. I like that like idea. That's a, that's a movie that could have been made around this. When it makes sense that he was working because he wasn't really a police officer. He was property of OCP. Yeah. He, he was right. their, their stooge, for I mean, lack of a better word, right? It's the definition of they took our germs. They did. They you did. Know? And it could, that's a great movie. And um, not that I'm sad about what they ended up doing. I mean, there's a lot of plot points that we'll, we'll talk about that I wish they ran another direction. But the movie they made was fine. But- I would like to see that movie where he's like just being just being railed by his own police force because yeah. he's a he's a robo scab. Well, there there's a bunch of making of this movie and history of this movie that you could read about on the internet, but there's a bunch of stuff where they had a bunch of different versions of this 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 movie and the script and all that stuff and it changed over time. Yeah. I'd be more curious to see and I think they they had made Frank Miller made a comic, Frank Miller's RoboCop. I haven't read it, but it was, I yeah. guess, more truthful to what he originally wanted to to make here. So I, if any, if you guys have read that, write in the last yeah. podcast at gmail.com, let us know. Yeah. But yeah, and, I agree with you. And before we move on, uh, speaking of uh, making ups and stuff, there's a like a four-part series called RoboDoc that's being released as we speak as of recording, uh, September 16th, 2023, um, where they're, they're releasing a, a series of making of a uh, little, uh, I don't know, what do you call them? Uh, mini, it's like a, like a series Featurettes. That's exactly the word I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> that's and it's cool. on um, Shudder, which is a you know uh, an affiliate of Prime, I believe. Shudder like was the other one. You- Not Shudder, sorry. Uh, what's what's it called? Screenbox. Screenbox. Screenbox, which is available through Amazon Prime. I haven't seen them, but I would like to see them. So yeah, and it's I interesting think, that these are coming out as we're doing these episodes. And Peter Weller's associated with it too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he's like producing very much so. it. So yeah, very that's much so. cool. Yep. Did you know he's an art historian now or something? He's got like really? a he has like a PhD in like art history or something. I looked this up recently. It was it actually was really surprising. It was pretty cool. You know what? I'm looking so, at a picture of him right now, and he looks like the type. He does. He has a little. That, he has means. a little scarf and stuff too. Whatever that means. Yeah, I don't know. He's 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 very much into the history of art, I guess. So he looks like the type that'll wear a turtleneck. Yeah, <laughs> like like all the time, not like once in a while. I uh, I don't disagree. Yeah. Taglines. He's back to protect the innocent. It's fair. I mean, he's he's back. He's back. Yeah. Even in the future of law enforcement, 
there is room for improvement. That sounds like Robo Bitch wrote that. Yeah, Robo RoboCop Two wrote yeah, that with, one. with all with his three hundred oh. new directives. I feel like he, that's that's something that's in one of his bitch directives. <laughs> I don't remember the, the the first one's budget. I'd have to look it up. But this one had a twenty five to thirty million dollar estimated budget and had a return on gross forty five point seven million. If I'm not mistaken, mm. the first one had about thirteen, so it was certainly an inflated budget. And the first one also returned fifty three million back. So much bigger budget, much, much less lower, return, much lower return. So uh, yeah, and I kind of understand that. But it makes me wonder about the the movie business, especially at this time. If they spent more money and made less, why did they make a third one? I mean, it's it's a hot IP, right? Like, it, but was it though? Because they 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 didn't make money. Like they made money, but they didn't. You know, spent more and made less. I wonder if there's, you know, so that I just looked this up. The Robocop 3 had a $22 million budget and it grossed 47. So it made better. It was, but it was still, okay. somehow it's, it says, it says the least profitable, which is kind of interesting because this would be the least profitable to me, but uh, so, I don't so know. maybe, maybe there's like a max amount of people that will go see Robocop no matter what it looks like. So yeah, they might like as well spend less people. money. It's, it's why you make, yeah. you know, Freddy seven or yeah. whatever. So, so yeah, the the people going to the theater isn't the problem. They're getting the butts of the seats. It's just that they realize they didn't need to spend thirty mil. Yeah, maybe they don't need to spend that much. Okay, so do a little bit less and still let's, you're gonna let's, make money. Let's put let's put the guy in the uncomfortable suit and let's have him shoot some people. We yeah. don't have to deal with those special effects. I heard. You remember we talked about last one? He had a like this weird suit situation. Well, apparently he yeah. made a fiberglass suit this time. It's a lot more comfortable uh, for him. Well, that's so. you know that's just yeah. sequel. You know, doing things better, more efficiently. Of course, this uh, this did actually. So it had a couple award nominations for the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films, also known as the ASFF. Oh, if, if the ASFF. If you're, if you're if you're abbreviating, you know, it's yeah. not a BAFTA, but it's an ASFF. It's half of it was a 91 okay. nominee for best science like fiction it. film, 91 ne- nominee for best performance by a younger actor for Gabriel Demon, who's the the kid in the movie. Yeah, he who did, did well. a great good job, I thought. Yeah, and then uh, 91 for best uh, special effects. So, and I thought I thought the special effects in this were really good. It, it yeah. was it was really good, especially the part when they had him chopped up and he was hanging basically as a torso with his head and his skin looked extra like peeled on. If if can, if you noticed this, can I ask you a dumb question? And I'm sorry, this is a dumb question, but when he was malfunctioning, right, and he was like his eyes were doing eye twitchy things and his that face was him. twitching, was that that wasn't him acting? Because no. if it was him acting, let's just give him awards left and right. I I am ninety five percent certain okay. that was not him. All right, I just wanted to make sure. Like I just watched the Cyberpunk Phantom Liberties trailer. You know, it's September twenty twenty three right now. And it's Idris Elba's in that thing. And people are like, there's no way that's not a live action Idris Elba. Because it looked so good. But it was yeah. like cinematic trailer or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's kind of felt that way. But no, they 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 earned the special effects. I thought they did a good job. Especially when you talk about having Robot Kane fighting Robocop. I thought it was like animatronic or some type of stop motion animation. I liked that personally. It's 1990. Yeah. Like I know it didn't look amazing. But I thought it looked pretty good. So there was a difference between that and the first one in my opinion. So maybe we need to compare. I mean, probably a better way to start this off. We haven't really done major comparisons for all of these through the summer sequels, but this is the one that that started this whole idea. You came to me and said, I really want to watch Robocop 2. We should do this like sequel thing. And we talked about it previously on the episodes. 
So maybe the first thing to ask you is, did it live up to what you expected to get out of for this, right. this whole series that we've been doing? Yeah, I mean, for the series, it's fine. And I, I let me preface this by saying I did like the movie, but I can't help but feel a little disappointed by it coming away yeah. from it. I don't know if it's just unrealistic expectations of, of thinking it's just going to be a more badass version of RoboCop 2. I just feel like there's a lot of movies that could have been made within this, a lot of choices that just went in opposite directions that I felt a little disappointed by. Yeah. Not I not to say that it wasn't good. It's just, I don't know, maybe it's just my own personal uh, wishes for, for where they took the story. But but no, this was great. Glad we're doing all the sequels, and I'm glad that uh, we ended on this one. Yeah, I enjoyed watching it. It definitely had two distinct halves to me. The first one, the first half felt very different than the second half. Second half being a bit more action-oriented and sort of, I don't want to say mindless, like more straightforward. But the first half had a little bit more with the new gang, which we'll talk about in a minute, and and some of the other characters. You got a little bit of Murphy's backstory, where he's been, the whole thing. But the OCP thing, it was like a theme throughout the movie, but it didn't feel it's going to sound really weird, but it didn't feel as much as it could have been. Like in the first movie, you got a lot of the boardroom scenes. Like we had a lot of fun talking about that in the first episode. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of that this time. And at least to me, at no. least how I saw it. And you know what? And I know, I know there was a Robocop series in like 93 or 94 or something. I'm not even talking about that, but this movie in particular with all of its ideas that it had, I felt could have been like a 10 or 12 episode series. Like I know yeah. everything's, everything's a series now. This, with all of its ideas, they could have fleshed it all out with him and his wife, with him being reprogrammed into into a wuss about the kid growing up to be a criminal under the tutelage of Cain. I felt like all of it needed more time, and they certainly didn't want to make it more than two hours. I'm sure there were cuts. I'm sure there were rewrites. I felt like they could have done all of this had it been a series, and it just wasn't done at the time. It's just, you know, uh, what could have been that I was thinking of. Was there anything in particular in here that you felt should have been more and anything in here that you felt should have been less like from what you got. The, I know the, they could have gone different directions, but the two, there's the two biggest things and, and, and not necessarily the, the wife aspect of it, but the fact that they barely touched on him being a human anymore. Like Murphy's almost gone. I know he's trying to be like, to reiterate that he's Murphy and they're deprogramming that out of him. But the humanizing aspect, I felt, was almost non-existent in this movie. And I feel like it was probably in there and it was written out. The second part was the reprogramming into kind of a wuss, where he's de-escalating instead of just shooting if there's if there's danger. A cop shooting at his bulletproof chest, he's going to shoot you in the head. Yeah. But now that he's deprogrammed, he's de-escalating. His partner had to shoot for him. There could have been a whole exploration into that up to the point where he screwed up and maybe got one of his partners killed or, or seriously injured as to a reason why, look, this RoboCop doesn't work. That's why we need to use the RoboCop 2, the the big one, right? Yeah. We talked a little bit about this, I think, in our first episode. It's been a while. I don't remember. We talked a little bit about the remake, the new RoboCop, the one that they made with Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, it was like 2010 or something. Yeah. 2012. I, I did enjoy that movie. And I think the thing that that movie did if I remember correctly, was they went back and did touch on the family thing. The fact that he had turned into this machine. Like, I think he went back to the house at one point. I think so. And I thought that that's where this was going for a minute. I was like, oh, is that, that would be cool. And then they just didn't really do much there. And it just felt like a plot thread that either more was cut from it or it just didn't, 
maybe they were like, oh, we're not sure where to go with this. It's almost like it would have been better off just to kind of leave it out in 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 some ways. Yeah. But I agree with you. I would have liked more of the malfunctioning and and some of the other things there because that was also short-lived and I felt like it could have added a little bit more to to the movie. So let's just jump right in and, and talk a little bit about the city and where things are at since the last movie. Uh, we talked about this new Detroit or this hollowed out Detroit. It's still a dump. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on here. I know in the first one, we broke down a lot of the TV commercials. Was there one here? Cause I, I liked the commentary of the TV commercials. What was your favorite one of the ones that they, they showed in this, in this new Detroit Magnavolt, lethal response. <laughs> I just love the idea of just leaving the dead body and just driving off. Yeah, you just rolled it out. Oh, so, yeah? You want to steal my car? while well, you're dead. Boom. <laughs> How much does that cost? You know? That's- no police, no alarm needed. Don't bother the police. Just let the guy <laughs> out. I thought that was nice. I, like, I'm a fan of any movie where they work in sort of pop culture, like hypothetical pop culture, like when they had Taco yeah. Bell and Demolition Man and all that other stuff. Right. I love the Sunblock 5000 one oh, where yeah. the lady's like slathering on the blue cream. <laughs> she just <it's> like <laughs> two minutes in the California sunshine. Don't don't compute anymore. And that one. And then the one with the guy who made the wrong deal and just blew his brains out. Like it was very on the nose about, hey, this is corporate overlords, that type of thing. Like they weren't being shy about what they were doing there. Yeah. By the way, uh, that girl from that thing, Sunblock 5000. Do you know where she's from? I wasn't. I I normally am good at this, but who was? It's, it? you, you never got it's 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 a lot of vagina from <laughs> Austin, from Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. Yes, I the accent should have should have. Uh, I, I got it as soon as I saw me. it. I'm like, that's 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 a lot. Of vagina. <laughs> that's awesome. There was a bunch of guys like so. Kane was freaking the the Ripper from the Ripper. Last Action Hero. So yeah. I like that. So let's talk about the police strike. So you mentioned this earlier. The the scab. Or, or Robocop being a scab, how are their cops working? And aren't the cops supposed to be mad at the other cops? Like the, the one cop was at the desk. Like okay. there was a lot of people working in the station. I feel like there had to have been sub cops working because to have zero cops, it wouldn't just be petty theft, robbing the stereo station. It would be Mad Max, you know, Lord of the Flies, Lord of the Flies, not a thing. Um, it would have been a post-apocalyptic, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. You got to have some law and order. And I feel like one RoboCop can't be can't be that. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, we, we're in the middle of a writer's strike right now. Like, if we could say, well, you know, you got to have some writers. Yeah, can't well, have, yeah, it's true. Like, like what, strike, what, well, strike isn't effective. It's some not people effective. Aren't it's true. They're crossing the picket line. Like, I, I don't, it's weird to me. Like, RoboCop working makes sense because he's, he's not true cop like he, yeah he's a cop but he's placed there by the corporation and if they're saying that they want fair wages or whatever the hell is going on or they they want to take their jobs back all these cops are coming in i mean one this is a surefire way to get robocop to the the, the program funded yeah. right there it's like hey we got no cops but then the other thing is if you're not all united what the heck right like i don't, right. I, don't I wasn't sure what was going on there it just seemed yeah. really odd but like i if you're a cop and I'm not a cop, so I don't know. And maybe this is like this is this is a fairy tale. But doesn't it hurt you in the inside to watch your city yes. turn to crap because you're not working, even though you're not being treated fairly, maybe maybe with wages, 
unsafe working conditions. I don't know what, what, what may be, but doesn't it like on a personal level, doesn't it, your job is kind of your life, right? It, it should be. I mean, if it's, it's public not, service. if it's not, then being a cop probably isn't for you. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I'm sure, look, I'm sure there's some that just like, Hey, it's a job and it's, yeah. it's a job, but then I would, like to think you go into that line of work because you want to make a difference. You know, it's, right. it's a public and servitude. If you accept a job where your life is on the line every day, if you don't have passion for it, then what the hell are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Right. That's, and I'm that's not saying don't point. strike, but like you see what happens when there are no cops. There's got to be cops. So yeah. there's got to be a, another way. I don't know. And, and we're going up against the big bag, big bag corporation, OCP. It's not like it's regular Detroit, right. regular, you know, big city USA. I don't know. It just it doesn't seem realistic to me that the cops would just decide to stop working and then and then crime <laughs> runs the streets, right? I, I feel like there's too yeah. much pride on the line for the cops. I think you're right on that. I think you're right on that. And look, they didn't get their their wages, like they're still wearing those crappy riot gear stuff, like whatever the heck they look. Doesn't that look the yeah. most uncomfortable thing ever? They the, look like they're in football yeah. uniforms. But yeah, but let me tell you this. I mean, if I were a cop I don't care if it was the nicest neighborhood in the world. I'm putting on every piece of equipment I possibly can. <laughs> You're gonna right? be a human tank. I am taking no chances of taking of catching a stray. If they're <laughs> issuing it to me, I'm putting it on. I don't care if I look stupid. I'll I'll go double vest if they let me. I'll get a you know give me one of those military helmets if I t- so you know what if he shoots you in the head, boom right off the head, bing. I don't I take just, no chances. I feel like Lewis. Like I don't want to critique her policing. But I just feel like she was not effective in this. Like she got strangled by the kid's what? headphone jack. Was she ever on? She was working the whole time, right? She, she was. was on strike. She didn't stop. None yeah. of them did. And maybe those are the ones. Them. Maybe those are the ones they crossed the picket line because they don't want to see the the city turn to shit. Maybe that's well, what's I, going on here. I liked how towards the end he comes out and he's like, "What are we? We're cops." And then he inspired them all, and they all got back in. By the way, like whatever. If I was not looking, I, like you sound just like him. That was great. <laughs> great what are we i I love peter weller's voice like he does such a great job it's it's pretty awesome uh what about the the city though because like you you mentioned they're on strike i don't know if it's cats and dogs living together mass hysteria it didn't seem that bad to me now look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna Uh, say it was great it wasn't great improvements could be made predator 2 was much worse like in my gang opinion. warfare of the streets. Yeah, well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Predator true. 2 was was much worse. I mean, Danny Glover was like hanging yeah. out of the side of the car. You know, they're stringing up drug lords upside down, yeah. completely skinned. Uzi this fights, was, Uzi fights in the middle of the street. Yeah, yeah, this you had, you know, a little league team trying to steal some stereo equipment. Yeah. I mean, at least the, the, the criminals were stealing from the other criminals. Yeah. So that's always nice. It was, you know. look, I don't want to say it was good. It wasn't good. Don't no. get me wrong. But I've seen worse in my, my opinion. I movie watching. Yeah, let's. We need the cops back, Drew. We can't. <laughs> we can't be having the little league team hold up the Stereo City. Can't have it. <laughs> like the coach. So was the coach the mastermind of that? I don't yeah, understand. I think what, they just got done with the game. They're like, come on, kids. We're we're, we're going to hit the. We're going to hit the Stereo Store. <laughs> <laughs> they seem like bad kids too. Did you notice they had like. They're stealing a bunch of Walkman, and it's like Iowa. Have you seen? Yeah. I- When's the last oh, time you've Iowa. seen Iowa? A I W A. Hell yeah! Yeah, that's how you say it, right? Iowa. I never had one. I never had an Iowa. I was a, I, I was a, I was a Sony Discman kind of guy. I had a boombox that was Iowa. You know, with the six disc changer, yeah. the the stereo that you put in your you wait, know, wait in your room. Yeah. You didn't have a JVC boombox. 
I didn't have JVC. No, the one that looked like the Kaboom box. <laughs> the Kaboom box. Where it looks like a... <laughs> I, did, I did not have that. <laughs> Do you ever go... Have you gone to Best Buy recently? They still have stuff like that I can't there. believe it, they still have it, yeah. And it's it's got the demo. You hit the button and it, it yeah. basically blows but out your ears. Does it still play cassettes and CD players? And I CDs? doubt it. It's or probably it Bluetooth or no, I, w- I wanted to have it all. Have it have the tape deck and the CD yeah. and MP3. And give give me an audio jack and have it be Bluetooth. Like, I, might, might as well have it have everything. Yeah, give me know? everything. Give me backwards compatibility. I, I'm I'm on the record of saying this. Like, give me back physical media. Like, yeah. I, I'm I'm not saying it needs to be a particular physical media, but like, yeah, especially with streaming now, so, everything's going away. I'm gonna sound like an old man, but give me back yeah. my Blu-rays. You, you know what's funny? If if I found your boombox or any boombox really from the from the early to yeah. early to mid nineties. And blindfolded you and played you it, you would definitely be able to call it out and say, "That's being played out of a boombox." Oh, absolutely! The, it, like boomboxes had very obvious sounds coming out of it, it's like a distinct sound. Th- there's a distinct crackling and crappiness, which it wasn't crappy <laughs> back then, but looking back on it, it was bad, like compared to what we're used to. But it was so distinct that I feel like you, you could do a blindfold test and, and hear it no problem. Oh, it had the muddiest bass too. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. But I was, see, I don't know if you were a bass guy or not. I'm more of a treble guy. Like, no, I'd rather yeah, it sound Back then clear. it was treble. If you were playing bass, like if I was trying to play hip hop out of a crappy boombox, you're done. Like, what are you doing? You need to spend <laughs> the money to get yeah. the good bass. Get the- <laughs> you can't do it with a... You know, an $89 one. It had to be never, like 200 plus. I was never a bass head though. I never really liked the bass because it it just muddied up the music. I'm more about the clarity. In well, my, yeah, it but, just if you, it but, if, but if you were playing like a, a punk rock or sure. or or Creed, for example, like there's no sure. bass to be had, <laughs> you know? <laughs> if I was sitting there with arms wide open. Right, you know, exactly. This is my sacrifice. <laughs> Uh, back to the crimes. Besides the crime of of, of the music that we just talked about, <laughs> the, the crime of distorting music with Distort- your crappy seventy nine dollar boombox. <laughs> the crime of that. What was the worst crime that you saw in in the movie? In your opinion, like of okay. all the ones, there's a sub. There's a sub winner. The most the most uh, brutal crime were the two huas. <laughs> that was stomping really that guy with heels. Can you imagine getting stomped with heels? That was bad. You put, a, you put an eye out. That was bad. Even though he was a scumbag, he deserved it. Whatever. Yeah, he did deserve it. But like, I can't just that the thought of getting stomped on with heels just like made me shiver. Right. It's so bad. But the gun store robbery for me was like the highlight of the movie. Just, uh, just imagining, like, we Arnold robbed a gun store. Don't get me wrong. The Terminator has robbed a gun store, and that was entertaining. Hey, buddy, what you see is what you get. Yeah. <laughs> hey, pal. The, the fact that the guy tells the guy where the bullets are, it's like, come on, man, don't, don't tell him where the bullets are. <laughs> Thanks. You and might, then get out of, you might still get out of this alive if you don't, if you tell, if you don't tell him where the bullets are. Well, when he and asked then, politely, I thought he was yeah. like, gonna just take it and go. That's why, but that's guy. That's the right. It's a risky pay. What do you think about their inventory? It was just stocking rocket launchers, right? They were like not, it wasn't just like any old rocket launcher. Military grade. Yeah. It was like stinger missiles is what they had. Like heat seeking stinger missiles. I forgot that. I think it was like Nick's army emporium or something, wasn't it? It was (laughs) was standard, you know, that's that's what goes on in Robocop Detroit. Did you feel, and I don't mean to play, this is unrealistic. That's unrealistic. But don't you think a rocket launcher would take out Robocop? Yes. (laughs) Like, wouldn't that be it for him? Absolutely. It would. 
maybe the, the car, car maybe yeah. the car shielded the blow for him a little bit i don't know that crappy four taurus i mean clearly yeah. he didn't get yeah. it we we speculated in so, the first one do you think he's gonna get a cooler car he yeah. did not get a cooler uh, car so yeah i'll psh. I mean, it, the the color was better. It was matte black. That yeah, was best. Come on, like, <laughs> and I haven't seen three yet, so no spoilers, guys. Please, you know if there's it's a cooler car in three, hopefully, you know it's not. No, I'm talking Batmobile type stuff. We need it for this guy. There's a reason this guy is yeah. not getting respect in the streets. The kids are calling him a wuss. Yeah, he's, there's a he's reason that Ford Taurus. Yeah, he's just no. But the guy, the guy wasted the second. Rocket launcher shot. He, he should have waited until a Robocop got out of the car and yeah. should have shot the Robocop with a rocket. Well, in the first movie, Boddicker's crew, right? They had that crazy, like, 50 oh, cal yeah. uh, depleted uranium bullets. Great gun. And that was basically just blowing holes in him. Yeah. And and it really destroyed him. You would think that the rocket launcher would, would do something, too. And, and he had and, two shots with it. And I also find it very funny that they committed that robbery using... Uh, wood panel station wagon. Yes. <laughs> it was, it was. That's how that's how disrespectful they were to the cops. They weren't even considering a chase because yeah. they're not getting far in this in the wood panel station wagon. Do you remember when what was that car, the PT Cruiser, when it tried to bring back the wood paneling? Yes. Like in yes. two thousand one or something, whatever yep. the heck that oh, was. Yeah. Sure. Like that was a hot minute where it's yep. like, all right, maybe wood paneling will, will come back, but it no. it, it didn't. No. It died out no. on the why did people have that car? Why? I don't know. It was like a milk truck. It's yeah. such a weird car. And then oh, there was another I... one too that was that Chevy SS, the the yeah. the pickup why? truck. Yeah. <laughs> I did not have that one. So the early aughts were a lot like the early nineties. It's like yeah. people didn't know what the hell they wanted to do with themselves fashion wise. I'm curious to go back, you know, like the nineties to me, obviously I'm grew up in the 80s and 90s doesn't feel that long ago to me. But when you actually look at the numbers, like what yeah. blew my mind the other day was me listening to like, I don't know, Yellow Card or some, whatever emo music from yeah. when we were growing up is like the equivalent of our parents listening to the Beatles. Yeah. I'm not saying in quality, by the way. 20 years ago. <laughs> it's just bizarre to me yeah. that that's how long it was. Right. And, and some music is even 30 years ago. Yeah. So here's me Nuts. dating myself. Yeah. But uh, so setting back up Detroit, so OCP is trying to bankrupt the city so they can default and take it over. Is this the yeah. worst mayor of all time? Like this guy is. Listen, this guy sucks. I, I don't you. I like this guy. No, he's terrible. This guy. He's made some mistakes. <laughs> this he guy might be a little crooked, but like he's kind of like endearingly crooked. He's a Man. fast talker. I like that. How did this guy get elected? I mean, this is uh, 1990. It's not 2023 uh, here. <laughs> I, I hate to like skip ahead, but can we skip ahead to when like he was going to accept the deal to yeah. allow Nuke to allow the drugs in the streets? And, and he's like, "Well, he's got a in exchange for the payoff to get to get out of his thirty-seven million dollar debt." I I think that was a good deal. I think he should have taken it, and, and he was <laughs> he was going to take it. He's <laughs> got a point. I kind of like this guy. This guy is like a cockroach. Like he didn't die. <laughs> And I'm he so just kept, happy he kept, lived. He kept so turning happy. up, and and yeah. he kept turning up over and over yeah. and over at all these different things. Like he's at the drug deal, he get almost dies there. He gets out of there, and he goes out of a sewer, and he swims out of a sewer into like a like a, a shit river. Yeah. And then he, he then he shows up at the the Detroit unveiling thing. Yeah, and then he's out of there, and then he somehow survives that thing, and then he's out saying we're going to take it back. Like who in their right mind is voting for yeah. this guy again? So what would have been, I, I hate I hate to rewrite the movie, but 
would have been hilarious and realistic is if what well, the second that robot was unveiled when he was sitting in that front row, it, if he just popped up and it, ran out of the room. Yes. Not, un, words unsaid. If he just got up and ran away, that would have been hilarious. I'm surprised Kane's programming didn't instantly, like, I thought it would have been funny if instead of, you know, when he sort of went nuts over the nuke. Yeah. If it would have went more of what would have malfunctioned him is he had to complete the job. He had to kill the mayor right there. True. It, awesome. it, was, a, it was a complete. And it would have yeah. been funny, like, how all the other things. So in the first movie, Ed 209 shoots the guys in the boardroom. In this movie, the original RoboCop 2, like the second guy goes nuts and shoots people. I would have liked if that happened. Here's the thing, though. Um, he was he was unarmed. He was set to unarmed. He couldn't shoot it, until he stole the remote. Yeah, was he able true. to set himself for shoot. So he couldn't shoot first. He still should have went after him first. This yeah. guy's a cockroach, man. He just keeps showing up. It's it's like <laughs> he just can't go away. Do you think? Do you think that? This guy's the reason why they're $38 million in debt to OCP, or has this been like a running tab over the years? It's a running tab. And I, I, OCP's probably like, they set him up, I feel. I feel like they, they set him up to fail. So I guess the plan was instead of owing OCP, you know, like you said, it instead of jumping ahead, but we'll talk about it now, giving the criminals nuke, allowing them to run it through the city and all that stuff. But what's the yeah. difference between owing OCP and then owing criminals? Because he's technically going to owe the criminals too. He's basically well, taking money to just give it to him. He's another debt. It's blue collar versus white collar, Drew. Yeah. You know? <laughs> blue collar. He's probably safer taking the white collar money. He is safer. But he's for also sure. inherently more evil. Yeah, that's true. So, like, if you have to do a bad thing, like, morally, you try to do the least bad thing you can do. However, by taking. Kane's money, he is setting himself up to be an enemy of OCP, which you don't want to be. They're after him. They're after him. If he got away, what the hell was he actually going to do? I mean, like, what is is he running for re-election? He's like, we're going to take this back from OCP. This guy is the most incompetent mayor of all time. OCP doesn't have to get elected. They don't. It doesn't matter. He he sucks. I hate this guy. This guy's as good as dead. It's just a matter of time. I feel bad. Maybe he dies in RoboCop (laughs) three. Let's talk about RoboCop and and Alex Murphy. We already said he didn't get a cooler car. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Son of a gun. What what is what is he up to besides stalking his his wife here? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, just him him longingly watching from his car. Sad man. It's a little sad. It's the only humanization of the entire movie, aside from what he said. I am. Alex Murphy. Two times before that chick just deleted it off of his brain. I am Officer Alex Murphy. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, no, but it's more the same, right? I mean, he's, he doesn't have a whole lot of new moves. He he is he is doing more no-look shoots yeah, I like than that. he was last movie, which is really awesome. He's doing a, pretty much every shot is almost no-look now. Which I was a fan of. And they yeah. were they were like trick shots, too. Yeah. Well, but is that really fooling anyone, or yep. is it just like he's showing off, right? <laughs> he's he's doing that, it for fun. How much human do you think he is, like percentage wise? Like five percent, because so, the, so that's the five percent of him showing out there is doing a little show off. But I, I think it's just what his brain and his face skin. Like I don't know. Right in the in the new movie, I think he had organs and stuff inside of there. Some yeah. of them, but. You say 5%. I'm not talking about physical matter, oh, you mean but like, like, like the brain, brain is a high percentage of your being. So like, how much, like, is he like 40% human? Is he 30%? I mean, at the end of the first one, he started to realize that he was Alex Murphy. In, yeah. in this one, he 
I guess still is Alex Murphy, but he's fighting it. And the, the tough thing is OCP and that the whole scene actually was really confusing to me because I wasn't yeah. sure what they were trying to do with that. Originally, it seemed like the wife was was not interested in him being there. And I think what was happening was she was suing OCP. And that's why they yeah. showed up because they yeah. wanted to prove, hey, it's still Alex Murphy in there. And they're like, oh, and they treated, I mean, they treated her like garbage. I actually felt bad for what he, yeah. they were saying. They're like, I forgot what the words they said. It was like, he's just a machine or something, nothing yeah. more. He's parts. He's parts. And it's, it's a sad reality. Did she, I for, forgive me, please. I know we watched this movie like three months ago and I should remember. Did she sign anything? Did she, is she did she condone this? Like, I don't think, man, I, I should know this. Who's the, who's the executor of this guy's will? Alex Murphy. I thought the whole, and I could be wrong on this, but I thought the whole thing in the first one was that he was dead and they essentially tricked her into it. Like he was I, dead. Well, yeah, he's dead, but like, shouldn't, doesn't she have say where the body goes as, as the spouse? The OCP I forget how shenanigans. The, That's, uh, I don't remember. I have. I feel like a bad, uh, bad host here that I don't. The, I don't remember. I this. forget. I'm sorry. I forget. Please, listeners, r- refresh my memory. But like, maybe was it a backdoor deal in one of the private bathrooms of OCP? <laughs> that bathroom was not private. We debated that. That's a, <laughs> everybody had access yeah. to that. You get, <laughs> uh, do you think there should have been more of the story, or should they just cut it out? Cut it out. Either, either. Let's use it or let's cut it out because it was weird that it was just a thing for five minutes and then nothing. They're trying to show more of his humanity, I think, and it, this was the way to do it, but I don't know that it was effective. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I thought more of the humanity was when they were beating him up. That's that's what got me when yeah. when I saw that. I don't know if you had any feelings for that when they chopped him, chop chopped him. I I did not feel bad for him at all, and not that like I was rooting for the bad guys. I don't know. I did I. Personally, call me OCP all you want. I, I didn't see him as a human at this point. <laughs> he was human to me last movie because he started the movie as a human, right? Yeah, he started this one as a robot, and yeah, it's a good way to put it. So, and, and let me tell you, the way he got caught, he like crashed the car, tried to be sneaky. He is the least sneaky guy That's, in the history of cops. He can't be stealth. He's he's like 500 yeah. pounds and yeah. he makes robot he's, noises. He's clomping around the factory going, bzz, bzz, bzz. like they pointed him <laughs> out immediately. He was like, there was no infiltration no of, of the hideout. He was there. So I'm not saying he had a coven, but maybe... Maybe that's why you need cops on the force to like sneak into a place like that and not just clod hop your way in and then get yourself caught with a big magnet. We've all played video games. You know, you got to put your perks on where you have the sneaky yeah. perks and, yeah. and the, you know, whatever. Like even in Zelda, right? You got to yeah. put the sneaking yeah. Metal Gear Solid, you get the sneaky yeah. suit. He's, he's got to get the stealth going. He doesn't have any stealth. I mean, his stealth rating is so low. It's and then it's it's so loud. (laughs) He got found immediately. Like the the, the car business was not even necessary. Did you like the other part that I liked? And I hate to uh, here I am doing it. Remember this, but I'm just going to say it before I forget when he was riding on the front of the car and he got taken through a building through a bar. Oh, yes. And they just drove through the building and he was still on there, like pathetically hanging. That made me laugh really hard, actually. (laughs) And then he got taken out by a telephone pole, which is like the toughest (laughs) thing of all time. That's what I was like laughing. I'm like, wait, so he bashed through a building. 
He kept getting no. sparked on the side of a road, and then he fell off by a telephone pole. That's realistic, though. If you uh, Speaking of video games, if you play any driving video game, you can crash through anything you want. But if you try to hit a telephone pole, it's your over. car's getting messed up. <laughs> so I respect it. Yeah, it's a little little fun, a little Easter egg egg there. Yeah. Well, the guy driving the car, we got to talk about this new cult. And I think the, the first, the modern equivalent, or, or the obvious equivalent, the obvious equivalent is Red Foreman's gang from RoboCop 1, the sure. Clarence Boddicker and sure. and the other Boddicker and the boys. Boddicker and the boys. What do you think of, of Nuke as a drug? Like, what is the equivalent of this thing? And, and what do you think the effects are? Seems like a good time. Wish I could try it, right? It looked like little eye drops, like the little eye drop things yeah. that they make. I'm not a fan of sticking myself with things. Yeah. If there was like a drinkable version of this nuke, maybe I'd give it a shot. I don't know. Like give nuke me nuke cola. cola. Yeah. <laughs> get an energy drink nuke. I mean, nuke cola sounds like a or, or just nuke energy drink. Yeah, so, like that's the it markets itself. Is it nuke cola from the Simpsons or something? I forgot what that is. There's, There's buzz, buzz, buzz cola. Yeah, that's buzz right. Cola. Nuke cola sounds so familiar. Yeah. I guess it's heroin adjacent. I don't know. Sort of. Yeah, it, it seems like a. It seems like a like a. Uh, I don't know. Not not not. I would call it a downer. It's more of a euphoric, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. It's not like Coke where they're going nuts, right? Yeah, you're not gonna, you know, it's not a stimulant. Do a kickflip, you know, and start messing around. No, it seems more of a, a relaxing type of thing. I don't know. Yeah, but he seemed he's like he was nuked up twenty four seven, right? Kane, Kane, oh, absolutely. Kane. He he was he was running on it. He was fully functional, right? <laughs> but he seemed you know, fully functional. It's like, it's he like was functioning coherent. alcoholics, I guess. He was having all of his teeth. Like it's not like he was like like sitting there un, like unresponsive. Yeah, it's, it's laying in a ditch, right? No, I mean he should have cut that ponytail though. Like I look, I'm a fan of all villains with the ponytail. But that was the weakest ponytail of all of because he had the skullet ponytail. Like it didn't look right. He needed to just. He needed to 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 call it quits with that thing. Respectfully disagree. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you're right. He was functioning with it. Yeah. I I got the impression that they all just needed it and it was more of an addiction, but it didn't seem like it made them I don't more think it, messed, it did mess their day up. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> One way to put it, it didn't seem like it made him better or worse. Like it wasn't yeah. like uh, you know Bane with Venom or something yeah. like that. It so, just whatever. Let's just talk about this here because that's like you know mini villain scale of this group because they're not the main villains of the movie. Right. Uh, when we talk about their plan, their plan ultimately is is to pay off the mayor, get his debt cleared. So and and, and what they're buying in return is the city leaves their cult and nuke alone. They're not going to hurt anybody. They just want to distribute their drug, make money. They say it's no different than smoking cigarettes. They're not advertising. It's yeah. no different than, than, than doing alcohol. It's just let them do their thing. The people that want it, it'll make them happy. The city will not be worse off for it. And I hate to be a sympathetic to, to some, you know, holy cult that <laughs> seems nefarious like on the surface. Five. Yeah. The father. Yeah, really. It's kind of like Fargo. You're right. And it's not, I'm not totally against this plan, guys. I'm not totally against it. So you, are you, are you for it or you're just not sure? I'm just not sure. I, I see OCP. I see the other side and I don't like what I see over there. Yeah. So this side makes me think, eh, he's right. 
you know, if people want to do that drug, that's on them. I'm not going to do it, but I don't have to do it. You know, if they're left alone, then they don't have to be secretive. They can make it cleaner and they make it cheaper, cheaper to buy so people don't have to steal for it or commit crimes, cleaner so people aren't dying off of it, right? So this is like trying to get grocery prices down. You know, they just get the, get them what they need yeah, at a cheaper right. price. Yeah, we need the eggs to go down. The eggs are too yeah. expensive right now. You get the milk cost. <laughs> get your nuke and your. You go to the store. You grab yeah. your eggs, milk, and nuke. I need more. I need more data. How many people have died from nuke? That's what I want. To I don't know. And, I, and we don't. We don't know. And that's that's the thing. I I need the data. Maybe maybe they're gaslighting me. I don't know. They they seemed like junkies, but they didn't seem like junkies like. Like strung out junkies. Well, the girl seemed like a junkie. But she was functioning. Well, I didn't realize Kane was a junkie until after they put him in the robot and he was yeah. feeding for it, like with his robot claw. Well, the, the other doctor was trying to get like a new, new, he was helping him make a new formula, which was blue. Yeah. And then it, it made his teeth chatter and all that stuff. With the blue, so, the, that, uh, that blue, uh, that Heisenberg stuff. Yeah, the right Heisenberg there. stuff. Yeah. It, it was interesting though, but like he is straight up a cult leader. I mean, they, yeah. they, they paint him as one. He was on TV preaching the holiness of this yeah. thing with like a congregation. And I saw in the original treatment of this thing, they wanted him to be more like a white collar drug dealer. But yeah. I think the, the actor, Tom Noonan, they, they changed it and he went more into like the hippie cult leader side of it, which I think worked in the favor of it. It would have been- so. It would have been not as good if it wasn't this sort of eccentric, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it was. It, if he was Bodiger the Boys Part Two, then yeah. it wouldn't have been. This wouldn't have been the same. It didn't make any sense. So, well, what, well, what do you think about Kane? I mean, we'll, we'll talk about maybe them him as a henchman of OCP later. But I really liked him. I wish we got more of him out of the robot. Personally. Yeah, it's it's a shame that he you know he goes too soon. And, uh, his spirit is there, but. Yeah, I thought the character was interesting, and we just didn't get enough of him. Yeah. What do you think about the cult members? We could talk about Boddicker and the boys, but he had some distinct players here, but they didn't get enough screen time. Did anybody stand out to you? Oh, yeah, the Elvis guy, for sure. Yeah. Right? (laughs) What was that guy's deal? I don't know, man, but, like, I have questions about that. (laughs) You know, we know Detroit's screwed up. Is the rest of the country screwed up? They don't really let you in on it. just Detroit? They don't let you in on it, do they? Because Elvis is buried in Nashville or whatever, somewhere somewhere in Tennessee. So the crime lord of Detroit doesn't have jurisdiction to go down to Tennessee and dig up Elvis to take for his own personal shrine, right? <laughs> Unless he, he came from there and he just brought it with him. Brought it with him. It's like, yeah. I got to know this guy from Tennessee. He's a real good henchman. All of a sudden, the guy shows yeah. up with, with Elvis's body. Like, this guy's a nut. I love him. <laughs> like, he moved. He put it in the U-Haul. Yeah. He, got, he put all yeah. the other stuff in there. It's like, he, <laughs> you know, you get your like baseball like, cards. Yeah. You get your, you know, you get your of, dishes. I'm thinking of Terry Silver where the guy got there with the body. The guy's like, yeah, I like yeah. that. I, I like that. Like that. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that. It so, was so, weird because when they showed that, I was like, is that Elvis's yeah, body? Yeah. Like this guy looks like an Elvis aficionado. So Drew, if you were recruited into a, you know, this cult gang and you had, you were allowed to bring one celebrity dead body with you, which dead body would it be? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> is this like real and fake or, or only real celebrities? Oh, only real celebrities. Yeah, Man, like Elvis, Elvis was real as, as far as I know. of. I don't even know. I mean, I guess I, I you know what you do? You find the body of Jimmy Hoffa and then you bring oh. that because if you have that, then you're like, Ooh. then you take over the boss because if you have Jimmy Hoffa's body. Wow. That's, that's the next level. I don't even know if I can top that. 
that's pretty good. I don't know. That was completely. I don't know. I don't because I I don't know who like a real celebrity yeah. was, but that would make you the bigger boss if you got yeah. like a body like that. In my opinion, yeah, that's I I have a hard time top of that. <laughs> Were you thinking like a regular celebrity or? Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sorry. I was thinking like Jimi Hendrix or something, but I you went. Nuked I you. mean, you you actually had a plan. I nuked you. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> awesome. I mean, grave digging Elvis is pretty ridiculous. What about like, uh, the dirty cop too, Duffy? I, I don't even know what like what was his worth. Like I don't know. They what, what did just, he do? He was giving them all the ins and outs of the of the the cops and what they did, and he was letting them in on the patrols and how many people and all that stuff. And then he got freaking dissected while he was still alive, yeah. vivisected or whatever. You know, you know what I thought of when the the boy was looking away and Kane made him watch. I don't know if you remember from uh, the Will Ferrell's character from oh, yes. uh, Eastbound and Down. Yep. He's like, let the boy watch. <laughs> he needs to learn. What, what was his name in there? Like Leslie or something? Uh, Ashley Schaefer. Ashley Schaefer. Yeah, yeah. Man, let that is an boy, underrated show. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know, we got to talk about the kid because I think the kid, what if he was the criminal mastermind all along? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean this kid was a prodigy of of criminal criminal dumb. Did you criminal, like his initiative? Evil evil doing. Yeah, I mean aside from the squeamishness, I mean we're all you gotta you gotta learn you gotta see your first dissected live body sometime. If you're gonna be a crime lord, I mean that's other than that, it. like he shot RoboCop in the head, right? I yeah, mean, that, no no problem, no remorse. He dropped a lot of f bombs too. Yeah, if if I remember correctly. How did you like about the directive of RoboCop to like, he couldn't shoot the kid, even though the kid was a threat to him? I thought it made him more human. Yeah. Like, it, it makes sense that they would, that they would do that. But like, well, you know, what if? Yeah, what if the kid's going to kill 800 other people? Yeah. Like, like, I guess maybe it assesses how, when the kid is a threat to, to, to the general public, I yeah, guess. Yeah, the threat to him. But when it comes to him, a, we'll give him some leeway. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he shot him right in the face and- Dude, I was, so I was reading about this, and I was talking about Roger Ebert and uh, Siskel and Ebert. If I'm not mistaken, like they were deeply like not into this kid being like foul mouthed and and a crime lord. Like they were upset about it, but it fits the movie. Have Siskel and Ebert never watched a hood movie in their lives? That's what I mean. Like it's it it makes sense that yeah. this is what it would be. They were have like they deeply watched, offended. Have they not watched Fresh? Cool. I guess it's too too real for them. Medicine Society. Come on, guys. I don't know. It happens. Do, so let me ask you this, because we, we talked about this in, in one of the other ones, in, in the original Child's Play episode that we did, we said, you know, if if Brad Dourif or Chucky Charles Lee, went, Ray. Charles Lee Ray, right? If Charles Lee Ray went, went back into the body of Andy and yeah. grew up yes. as sort of like a crime lord, yep. would he have done a better job? This kid is kind of the example yeah. of that, right? He put the suit on. Yep. Like, he would be the man with the plan effective? right away. Hell yeah. So if he had, you know, early, like, or do you think he'd get clipped early before he had the experience? Like he didn't have the experience. He, he was acting like he did, but no. this kid could have been an all timer. This, you're not, you don't get clipped as a kid. They're not going to, they're not going to kill you. The only reason he died is because a robot shot him. That's true. Yeah. That's no true. human, the, the, he can talk his way out of anything. Oh, please, they had me against my will. They're not going to kill the kid. Killing the kid's a whole thing. Did like, you feel bad? Most criminals aren't going to do. Did you feel bad during his death scene when, when he's like, stay with me? And RoboCop's no, like, I will. He, he deserved it. He did. Uh, no, no remorse. <laughs> you should, you should 
He shot Robocop in the head. That's what you get. I don't know. I just thought this this gang, the cult, like they weren't enough of a cult. Like I wish we got more of the cult stuff. Yeah. Like like Far Cry Five. I I thought that the the henchmen in one had they had more personality or they were more more distinguished. Yeah. Uh, between the between each other than this one. I don't know. Aside from the Elvis thing. Yeah. They were. I didn't care about them all that much. We got it. We got to talk about RoboCop Two, the program, not the movie. The, the program. program. What called RoboCade? RoboCade. But it was because so like, RoboCop Two is confusing to me. It became it became RoboCade, but originally RoboCop Two was supposed 2. to be 0, yeah. someone else, right? So they used other police officers and stuff. And maybe the better way to ask you about this is: look, every every corporation is always looking to make a better product. Every tech company wants you to buy the next iPhone or whatever phone you got. Sure. Is OCP a better place to work now than in the first movie? I mean, they're they're innovating. They're trying to innovate as a company. They're trying to put new products out there. Yeah. But is this a better place? I mean, we saw people getting blown up in boardrooms. Like, what do you think of the work culture now? I mean, I'm surely that got swept under the rug. So the public's not going to know about that. I personally, you know, there's... There's two ways of thinking about it. There's the if you can't beat them, join them aspect, right? Would you would you work for a company you thought was morally bankrupt if it meant that you were going to have large sums of money, even if you were like, I don't know, just just a just a just a peg in the totem pole, right? Like you, a, you like were a HR, data entry or you, you were HR, you were yeah. data entry, yeah. Get I don't that think fat, I could fat, get that fat paycheck, knowing what they do. Right? I don't think I could. I don't know. I don't think I could. Like or or you could not work for them and potentially get crushed by them. I think I'd have to move. <laughs> move to Chicago. Detroit just, Detroit just seems like a bad bad area. It's not a place at this point, you don't at this have point much in time. Choice, do yeah. you? So yeah. have much choice to you. <laughs> I mean, so they they were the whole point of this was that they were trying to make another version of RoboCop because of all these police on 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 strike, and they kept messing up. All these cops, they couldn't take it. Like Murphy, yeah. just seems to be this thing, this this unicorn where he's the only one that can get through. And none of these guys can do it. And I forgot the guy. What was his name? Not Richards. Uh, Johnson. 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 The, the, the right-hand man. Yeah, the guy who beat out uh, the other guy, Richard, whatever, Dick, from the last movie. But then this psychologist comes out of nowhere. This this lady psychologist who's trying to... I, I don't want to say this. I mean, it's 1990, but she seemed like she was trying to seduce the old man to get I, to get I, her job. I don't know if trying is the word. It was I obvious. Think, I think right? it happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was in the hot tub with him at one yeah. point. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. But they it's keep going through. Yeah, they keep going not through all these cops, and they're all committing suicide because they can't handle it. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they said that Murphy was was the only one to do it. But she has the bright idea to use death row inmates. <laughs> And like criminals, yeah. Which everyone thinks is a bad idea, except for her. Like, what was she thinking with that? I guess a, they're basically they're corpses in waiting, right? So that's one. Where do we find the bodies? Yeah. That's that's like question one when when making these robots. Okay, here here are a, a group of bodies that are we're just waiting to fry. Okay, but then two, do these. If if we need humanity to be a part of these robots, even if it's five percent, even if it's one percent, even if it's twenty percent, whatever there's it may a 1% be, one percent chance. There's a one percent chance. <laughs> we need to have more aggression than Alex Murphy and a standard police officer, 
right? It's got to be I one guess, better. That I guess that's the feeling because you were you and I think that RoboCop runs efficiently. That is maybe a little cold blooded. Will shoot you when maybe an arrest could be made, but I feel like to their liking, RoboCop makes too many arrests and not enough dead bodies. Yeah, for the criminals, maybe they want right? more. They want maybe I think they want the fear factor. When you see RoboCop, they want you to fear it, right? And you can't get that by putting a good cop's brain or, for lack of a better term, soul into this robot. It, it, it is interesting, and I, I like your perspective on that, because like as much as they want to reprogram Murphy, which they do, which we'll talk about in a second, they kind of can't control him. No, yeah. They, but like, they can't control him. To go the other way. And just yeah. take the maniacs of all maniacs and have that be your, you're going to control them. Seems like it might backfire, yeah. doesn't it? And right. I, I want to ask you though, like, why do they even need a human in there at all? Like, why can't they just have like a remote control, like drone? You're thinking of uh, Chappie? Yeah. Uh, what's uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackson's uh, robots and Chappie? Yes, that's what I yeah. mean. Or like an avatar of it or something. Yeah. Because when you think about, the Ed 209, like that was an autonomous robot, but they could just have a guy yeah. with a control stick. Was it also Hugh Jackman? In, was it in Real Steel where he was doing it the was. boxing? Was it, it was. also Hugh? What's up with Hugh Jackman sure that was and, uh, and Avatar robots? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, like, why didn't they have like an OCP guy yeah. like in a boardroom, like drone yeah. the thing? It just seemed weird. So, how much? How much does it, do these robots cost per robot plus maintenance? I forgot. I like, think they said it, but but wasn't that the whole thing of the first like, one? They what? also wanted to get maintenance out of the city. But why why don't they just pay the cops for? <laughs> just <laughs> because they the want to run it. <laughs> and the strike. But OCP wants to run yeah, it. That's the thing. So yeah, yeah. and if OCP, hey, they got the maintenance plan. Oh, you got Robocop, yeah. but we gotta get the yep. oil, you gotta yep. get parts. Yep. Oh, like yeah. that that was the whole thing, right? Yep, yep. But I, I liked I liked the whole subplot you mentioned in the beginning. Robocop's acting different lately. Yeah. Murphy. Her this this lady the heck was her name again? <laughs> I forgot. The Jax Fax. Jax Doc, Dr. Fax. Dr. Fax. Dr. Fax. Dr. Fox. More Dr. like Fox, Fax, right? She uh she reprograms Robocop with like a bunch of new directives. And like I pulled a bunch of these, and I think we need to go through some of these things because Yeah. So and I think it starts with 233 up like, to 278. They're pulled from like a focus group that they show. And I like that scene where everyone was saying like <laughs> The dumbest things that Robocop should be doing to like help the community she rather than it. bust criminals. What were your favorite ones of of the directives that you saw? We don't have to go through all of them, but some of these are fun. I mean, we could rapid fire them if you want, but some of these are pretty funny. I mean, I like the directive of don't run through puddles and splash pedestrians or other cars. Yeah, that, I mean, that was... <laughs> <laughs> I like a, a, avoid premature value judgments, avoid interpersonal conflicts, participate in group activities. What does that even mean? Like, cool opinions before expressing yourself. So what's it's like it's like yeah. It's like directive two forty five. If you haven't got anything nice to uh, say, don't talk. <laughs> two forty six. Don't rush traffic lights. Directive two fifty eight. <laughs> commend sincere efforts. That's nice. Two forty eight. Don't don't say that you are always prompt when you are not. <laughs> like don't lie. Two sixty six. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> these. I mean, some of these are ridiculous, and it's just funny. Like two sixty eight. Encourage participation. Two seventy three. Avoid stereotyping. Like it's just it turned him into like a complete drone. Like he okay, he yeah. was a goof. So he got clowned twice by two different groups of kids while while having to be subjected to these directives. And if we're going early 90s, there's two words come to mind. Tool 
and laywad. If, like, yeah. if John Connor rolled up to this robot, yeah. he would call him a laywad <laughs> and a tool. I like chump too. That's dickweed. Dickweed. <laughs> I wanted to see more of this man. Like this was yeah, interesting to me. Like they I wanted to see more. this version of Robocop get his partner killed. And you know, I know, I know that you Nancy know. Allen is awesome in these movies. I wish she had more to do with this one, but she's great. But imagine if she had a death scene and it was because of this, because of OCP messing with his inner workings. Yeah. There would have been more emotional weight, even if it wasn't a death scene. Let's say she got severely messed up and she's in a coma. Like that could have been enough to shock him out of the, the thing instead of literally shocking himself yeah. at like a, an electric pole. I don't, I don't even want to get into how he, how he fixed himself because it made no sense to me. It but. was just really weird, but I feel like they should have used the death of a partner or, yeah. yeah, you're right. Like his partner, she was barely used in it. And I just felt like, you know, and I read about how much training she did for this. And she was in, she had like 10 minutes of screen time. I felt like she, she wasn't in she it She did enough. jump in that tank though. That was pretty sweet. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So what do you think, you mentioned about RoboCane. So what do you think about RoboCane? Because it's a very much a stark departure from RoboCop, more similar to Ed 209, but like uh, a more I, of a human version. Can I have an unpopular opinion? Maybe. I, I don't yeah. like it. Wasn't a fan. It was ridiculous that they gave him the screen with his face. <laughs> they need to show the ghost in the machine, man. Well, I don't know. I didn't think it was cool. Like, I don't know. When he was fighting RoboCop, like, I I was, like, not rooting for RoboCop or Kane. I was like, all right, this is a thing. Just get this done with. Like, it was a death machine. And, like, I don't know. It was the militarization of Detroit. I see what they were going for. But I don't know. It, it was It was too much. It was too much. I wasn't behind it. I thought it was ridiculous. I feel like I want to use the picture of his spinal cord as like the picture yeah. of the the cover, but like I don't know. It's like they left his eyes, so the, they gave him his the brain and eyes. Yeah. The only reason that they pulled the eyes out was because the making of this movie, someone just saw the prototype with the brain and thought it needs to be more ridiculous. <laughs> to need more human. Yeah. So let's get the eyes in there. That's the only reason. Like the eyes are totally not necessary. Did you like when he was like going nuts with this girl and like his face, like the computer screen of Kane and his face yeah. went nuts? Like, why do they need to give the face to the criminal? Like, what is what's yeah. what? Why do they need that? Doesn't yeah, it's so weird for it to have a screen. It doesn't need to be. And at, yeah. at what point is it like not even a human anymore? Like again, just use a drone. I feel like it doesn't make any sense. So they want and, it to be less human, but they add that feature. It's yeah. weird. And then how about the whole, like the nuke intake machine where there's oh, like a, yeah. so what I didn't understand was I thought the thing was running on nuke at first, but they didn't want to give it to him. But if they didn't yeah. want to give it to him, why did they make the entry chamber that looked sort of like the, no. the trap entry from that was, Ecto-1? That was the beauty of it. The girl was going to keep dangling it like a carrot, you know? Like he could have it. You could have this, just do this thing for me. Okay, I did this thing. You could have it, but now you gotta do this thing for me, and he'll never get it. And he just always wants it, and he'll never get it. But at what point, like, do you need to give it to him just so he doesn't like? I think once go everything's calmed down and the plan worked, and he's safe and like locked or something, maybe yeah. give it to him then when he's resting. Booting I up. I just I want to talk about Robo Kane, but I don't know. I mean, there's I don't know what else to say about him. Like, yeah, he was, I mean, yeah. As far as that, the final fight goes, like, yeah, like yeah, it was cool, but. I don't know, for whatever reason, I was not excited about the other robot. Yeah. I don't know why. Let's talk about uh let's talk about the villain skill then. Maybe we gotta I don't 
We talked about Boddicker, I think, in the first one, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. This one, yeah. I feel like OCP, the old man is the face of OCP, yeah. the CEO, so, so we got to put him through. So you could have been OCP last movie too, right? But I don't like to do that when they're passively right. evil. But in this movie, they were obviously evil, and they killed they killed Kane less than halfway through the movie. Yes. So it's like there was no other option, and it was clear that they were evil doing so. Yeah, I feel like we need to we need to put OCP through, and we'll just use the old man as as the face of it. But yeah. if you're new to the show, this is the villain scale. We're going to put them through. There's four categories: look or style, hideout or lair, plan or henchman, one to five, total out of twenty. We'll see where he stands up. This old man's look and style, like I don't I don't really know how to describe him. Like it's the same Jerry, guy from the Jerry first Jones. Movie. Yeah, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. Two. And I, did he have any accessories or anything that stood out to you? I feel no. like the like the hot tub counts more as a layer, maybe. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that layer. I feel he had but suits. Like, as far as know. the suits go, I looked like typical old rich guy, right? Yeah, I, I, I like. I wasn't impressed, overly impressed with the suit game. So I'm about to go two. I, I think two's a fine one. I don't know where it belongs, but I do want to call out the fact that he says to RoboCop and. Rubble Kane when they're fighting, behave yourselves. Like he's telling them to pipe down, like they're his control, like he's going to yeah. control them. He's going to control like, them. Yeah. I don't know if that's not really a look like yelling at his children but, fighting. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't really have any other accessories, I guess. It's, no. I don't know, like whatever. What about, so the hideout or the lair? Because he had a couple here. So, yeah, his lair was hot, right? I mean, this is a good whole, one. The whole thing built, he did the impossible. Is a better hot tub layout than Terry Silver. <laughs> Saying it, sorry, it's true. Terry Silver it was. fans, it, it was. I, I it, do have to. It was admit like it. a little. It was like you were dropped into Japan. Yeah, it was. It had the sand, you know, the meditation sand, little yeah. stones. Feng he shui. had a samurai outfit, like yeah. on display. The hot tub was in the was like the shape was like this stone. Oh. I wanted to be in there so bad. Do you think he had a floor like every, you know, you live at this building is probably like 200 floors. However tall yeah. this thing was. Do you think he had a floor for like every country? Like one, that was like the Japan oh floor. God. And then he what had if, like a, yeah. you what know, if he had like a floor. What if he had like a Russian hot tub? Yeah. And then like he had all like different a Mexican ones. hot tub. Yeah. yeah. Oh, different ones. Yeah. And his building was ridiculous. Like he had this whole building. I mean, his, his hideout and his layers, can I say a five? I mean, he has basically the headquarters of, of New Detroit. Yeah, and it's his, so. He yeah. owns this thing. It's fair. Like, it's I fair. I think it, I mean, five is extreme. We don't really four. give out fives. Maybe so. four, because we didn't get to see much more of it. Our, we can't let our imagination run wild. All right, let's give him a four, but I, I mean, in my mind, I want to give him a five. Yeah. So the only fives we ever gave out for a hideout was Hugo Snyder somehow. <laughs> <laughs> David Powers. Uh, it was on a ship. It was on a yeah, battleship. That's, that's why Hugo yeah. Snyder got it. The Superstorm got one because he's lurking in the ocean. Yeah. Catherine Trammell. I, I don't know. Is he Catherine, better than Catherine Trammell? Catherine Trammell's beach villa was yeah. pretty ball. All right. We'll do four, but I really want to do a five so bad. No, no matter no matter what's in this building, it's smack dab in the middle of Detroit. Remember yeah. that. I'm gonna, so that's yeah, why we're, we're docking a right. point because it's in Detroit. And we got to dock a point for all the like Nazi memorabilia too. Like, True. I, can't, yeah. I can't condone that. Yeah, that's right. too much. That's too much. So No it's, perfect it's, scores it's for Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> okay. uh, so what about the plan? Because I actually think this is a pretty genius plan. Okay. I mean, I don't know how to like 
distinct, like, how do I describe it? So they're trying to build a new city on top of the old city, right? Mm-hmm. Get rid of neighborhoods, have everyone live in high rises. Do I have that right? It, it was basically redo the whole thing to make it look yeah. like, you know, Manhattan, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So the little, like, you know, the little ranchers, you know, one, like two bedroom small houses, grandma's house that she's lived in since the 1920s. Let's demolish it all and let's just build these, these luxurious new high rises. But, and they, do that by just owning everything. The corporation owns the whole city. It owns the police department. It owns this. It owns that. It's buying out the mayor's debt. All that yeah. stuff. That's what it's all contingent on. One and they're, the the biggest part of it is that they're trying to get the public behind them by increasing crime and then getting rid of the police pension and creating the police strike. So yes. it's like a multi pronged plan here, right? So that then and, crime causes it to, to need them. And they are the solution to the yes. crime with these new robots. So they're creating yeah. the crime, then they're creating themselves as the solution, and they're also painting the public government to look like a bunch of chumps because the mayor sucks. Right. And he needs to, to basically default. They're going to default on all the debt. So yeah. then they own everything. They're going to close all the public property. They're going to take over everything, and then they're going to give people a better place. I mean, this so, is a very genius plan. This is like an M. Bison level plan. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not condoning like for gentrification, and I'm not condoning, you know, this corporate overlord buying up people's houses and kicking them out of their homes. Yeah, in a fictional Detroit universe, <laughs> if what he's saying is true, and we got to take him by his word on this, right? <laughs> if he's going to buy your home out from under you. And give you a new and better place to live. Is it such an evil plan? I mean, if he makes your house better and gives you a nice place. Instead of grandma's house that she's lived in since 1922, she now lives in a luxurious but one-bedroom apartment on floor 27 of 360. Luxury apartments. Is that better? I don't know if it's better. She doesn't have a lawn anymore. Yeah, no lawn. She's got got a five-minute elevator ride. Does she have a mortgage? I, or is it I free? would. What if the purchase of the home is a down payment? Yeah, then because it's a little bit more expensive than. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because how are they going to like? They need to make money, right? At the end of the day, they can't get stuff away for free. It's going to get foreclosed, isn't it? Yeah, this guy. This She's not going to be able to afford it. She's not going to be able to afford I, it. I think this guy has a genius plan. I mean, yeah. this company has a genius plan. They own everything, and. Yeah. The way that they're going about it, it's sort of multi-pronged, and I I feel like you can't lose. It's evil, like, but it, it does make perfect sense, and it's a great plan, and it's probably a five. We we haven't given out a lot of fives on this either. I mean, I feel like we gave it for Geostorm, yeah. but other than that, I mean, we really don't have a ton of fives. Uh, it's, it's, I, think I think this it's is a five. five. It's, it, it, it's, it's almost be. foolproof. I'll tell you what. If Kane hadn't killed RoboCop and given yeah. the parts back to the police department, the plan probably would have worked. I agree with that. Like they shouldn't, shouldn't they have just chopped him up and like given like maybe the leg back and say, Hey, we got your guy or something. Yeah. Like they let them rebuild him. Yeah. They won. They, they beat him. That's kind of what ruined everything is. Yeah. They beat him. So Kane was dumb. So I, I, I feel like it's gotta be a five. So, all right. What about the henchman? Who do you consider a henchman? Cause I have some thoughts. Uh, his right hand man. Even though he's against the plan because he thinks Johnson, 
yeah, Johnson, because he thinks the girl has bad ideas and he's right. And he's jealous because she's sleeping with him. Yeah. Not that he wants Does to sleep he with him. It's, <laughs> not, it's, not a Smithers, it's not a Smithers situation. That's what I was wondering if no. you were going there. It's just that he's being phased out. He, yeah. He's in danger of becoming the number two. And it's unfair because he can't sleep with him. Like he's not. Right. <laughs> he can't. Right. He, he's, he's in danger of becoming the left-hand man while the All girl right. becomes the right-hand man. Yeah. With her criminal uh, yeah. uh, enterprise thing here, I get the robots a lot. I'm a henchman, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say she, she Juliet is. She kind of is. She's good for a minute, and then she's then she's bad. Johnson, the yeah. lawyer guy who's going to find evidence. Like, oh, that's, he's got a scumbag lawyer. Yeah, yeah the scumbag good. lawyer. Yeah. He's good, man. I mean, this real is the best back. of the best. The hair was the real. real slick it back. was. It was straight up slick yeah. back. It was yeah. not pushed. No. The thing you know, I don't even know about the plan. We didn't even. We didn't even call this out in the plan, and I'm glad we gave him a five. This guy is the best. He has a plan to even get, well, it's not even his plan. It's probably the scumbag lawyer's plan yeah. and Johnson's plan. So maybe that makes him better henchmen. The They're going to blame it all on Juliet. It, it, it kind of was her idea. So it was let's her not, idea. Let's be real. It kind of was her idea, but like for her to take the singular fall for it. I'll tell you what, though. He was an, he was an idiot to go in the limo with her. If they're going to pin it on her, you can't be seen with her. Well, something. <laughs> well, it, it will be found out. It That's will true. be found out. And he's going right. to be shocked. Yeah. Damn it. He was. Uh, two or a three for Hedgeman. I don't know. Maybe two. I don't know. Robo Kane is pretty cool. He did. He he himself never had one iota of control over Robo. Well, that's true. Maybe it was not in his control. Maybe so. It's hard to give him full Hitchman factors for that. It's it's probably a two in in that case. He did have a like a whole corpo police force though, of like the Nazi looking guys with the the. I mean, what did they do? They didn't do anything either. They were just trying to shoot everybody. And, And that's another thing, man. This movie, this series of movies, does it shock you when like? There's a lot of civilian deaths in this. To my like, core. They just get clipped everywhere. Yeah. It's it's like lots of deaths. So uh, typical nineties man. Yeah. Early nineties, late eighties. So body, let's, body count, baby. I'll recap this for you. So we gave him a two for looking style, four for his hideout and layer, five for his plan, and a two for his henchman. It puts him at a thirteen. Pretty good. Pretty respectable, right in the middle there with a bunch of the other guys. I, I think that's pretty good. So I don't know. I, I want to talk about two quick things before we talk about and wrap up the summer of sequels. Is there anything you want to say about the ending fight? Because this is an iconic fight to me. Like the ending of that yeah. fight in my sort of childhood of watching yeah, like movies the, I shouldn't have seen. The finishing move was cool. I thought I liked that they fell off the building and, and went through the concrete yeah. into the sewer cool. or whatever. The the elevator thing was cool too. I like that too. Where he tricked him and then the robot was like, Yeah, I got you anyway. Dude, when he was crawling up the shaft, yeah. that was like, it was sort of like a Resident Evil moment where the thing's yeah. chasing you. That's what I saw no, there. It, it was cool. I don't know. I think I was fatigued by the end of the movie. And, too long. Yeah, too long. And I don't know. It's just just that it, I have an unfair thing where I, where I compare movies around this era to Terminator 2, and it's not fair. And I thought it, I thought this movie looked as good as Terminator 1, which was made in 1984. <laughs> it, probably made in 83. Released in '84, right? Hey, man, are you? So, are you the, so this dis- movie was six years before Terminator One and Two. Terminator Two was around the corner and looked so much better than this. Are you discrediting the Asif Awards? Yeah, are right? you discrediting that but, special effect? But it's not fair. It's not fair. I admit that it's yeah. not fair. It's probably the budget was higher, James Cameron. But you know, the, the times are the times, right? So, <laughs> I I just have this vivid memory of watching this on the hot box. 
the thing getting its spinal cord ripped out, Robocane, and like yeah. it's it's just iconic to it's me. Iconic. So I like I like the ending iconic. of it, and it's it's you know it was I understand what you say about being fatigued by it though. So just like probably everybody's fatigued from listening to us talk about <laughs> this movie for an hour and fifteen minutes, too long. <laughs> too long. Uh, and then the last thing I want to say is just Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> Whatever the song is, like where did they? <laughs> like this movie just utterly ridiculous all right so we kind of been doing this a little bit here i'm gonna ask you is this better than the first one and then let's talk about our personal rankings of the summer of sequels did you like it and was it good i am oh no it was not better than the first one agreed i did like it i don't think it was good okay i agree i agree with that all right so would watch again I would watch this again too. Yeah. I definitely would. So, since you're the the mastermind behind the summer of sequels, <laughs> I love how you say that. All I, all it was was, "Hey, you want to watch some sequels?" <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give you the credit. I want you to to. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm gonna do hamster style anymore. That's, like, that's kind of what it was. <laughs> I, I want to talk to you. I'm sorry. I don't mean to embarrass you. <laughs> I, uh, you know, in 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 the true Lastro fashion. I think we need to do a little bit of a ranking here. A, ranking. a little bit of a ranking. So how do you want to do this? How do you want to wrap this this summer of sequels up? Yeah, so um, I guess it would be on the, do you want to do it by was it good or would you watch it again? What's the ranking? Uh, I think maybe probably what I, what I watch, maybe like most watchable, re-watchability, like re-watchability okay. or something All like right. in terms of what I, what I, what I would watch right. in order. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Uh, well, whatever. You go first if you want. Okay. Go ahead. So in descending order from I will never watch this again to I'll watch this tonight. Yeah. Speed 2. There's no reason to watch that it's, movie ever again. It's over. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> the, the, the boat yeah. crashed. Yeah. It's done. I still know what you did last summer after that. Although I would watch that again. There's a chance I may never watch that movie ever again. I think I want that to is National it. Treasure being third. Mm. I may watch that movie before I perish, but it's who knows 50 50. Uh, then I'm going Robocop. Then I'm going Child's Play 2 and Major League One. Major League Two or, or Major, Major League, League Two. Oh, oh number, number one. one. Number one. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I I wrote some down before I before I did this, and I actually I'm gonna change one change as mind. we're as we're talking because I I I thought about it and uh, well I'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna so, change it. So the only reason I say Major League over Child's Play, even though I love the series of Child's Play, I also love the series of Major League. Major League has childhood nostalgia baked into it. Yeah, Child's I, Play Two is a better movie than Major, Major League Two, but I'll, I'll watch Major League Two anytime it's on. I'm That's always what, in the mood for Major League Two. Yeah, I think, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make a change here now that I think about it because I agree with you. So I have a a relatively similar order as I think about it here. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. Speed Two, it's done. I'm never yeah. watching that movie again. Yeah. I'm glad Forget we watched movie. it, but yeah. I have no desire to ever watch that again. Yeah. Uh, it was not good, and I didn't like it. Number two is I still know what you did or sorry. Yeah. The next thing that I probably would watch or whatever is I still know what you did last summer. I just don't have a reason to watch that anymore. Like it was, yeah. it wasn't bad. I, I thought it was entertaining, but I if just you, don't. 
if you're gonna yeah. rewatch a hook hand, I'm not like the, the first, first one's one. so much better than this than that. Yeah, one. I just don't feel like that one was worth watching again for me. Yeah. I just don't. It uh, was forced. It was forced. Yeah, and and by the way, I still liked it. So it was C2, fine. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. I know what you did. I liked it. And then my next one's actually RoboCop two. Like I liked it, and this is the this is funny because this kind of movie is the type of movie I would love, but I just don't feel like I need to watch it again. I I probably would, but not as rewatchable as the next ones. Then I have Child's Play two. I agree with you. Like it's just because of what it is. I'm not really a big slasher horror guy, but I yeah. would watch this again. Like I like the series. I'm glad we did them. Um, then I would have Major League two. I really like that movie a lot. It's it's a movie that I grew up with and yep. I just have Nostalgic. a lot of nostalgia to it. And then the last one is National yep. Treasure 2 because I would rewatch this like tomorrow. I yeah. really like that movie well, a lot and yeah. I really like Nick Cage. So That was further down on my list, so. I don't know why. But, yeah. I just, I really liked it. It's just the company it was in. I thought that I didn't like it, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I enjoy the summer of sequels. I think we should do more serieses going forward. And, uh, I don't know. Let us know if anybody has any ideas for any any blocks of types of movies. Uh, we're open for suggestions. We'll yeah. see what happens down the line. Yeah. I just, I want to give a quick shout out to Jay. He wrote in, when we talk about, write us in the last row podcast at gmail.com. I'm curious what you guys would, would rank this. We got a couple other rankings. I'll call one out here. Jay said the biggest takeaway from watching this, they were all worth seeing at least once. He gave his order in terms of what things that he would most likely watch again in their entirety. He did Speed 2, Know What You Did Last Summer, National Treasure, RoboCop 2, Major League 2, and Child's Play 2 in terms of... Uh, so Child's Play 2 is his most uh, rewatchable to watch again. Yep. I'm curious what everyone else thinks. Uh, let us know. If you enjoyed this series, we definitely want to do some more. We'll be back on Thursday, October 5th with a new episode, TBD, not themed yet. And if you're enjoying the show, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Please consider leaving us a five-star review. Check out the website, thelastrowpodcast.com, all the social channels, at The Last Row Pod. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or X, as they say. And we'll see you guys on October 5th. Did you think there was going to be a love scene between Robo Kane and uh, his girlfriend there? Like, what, what were they going for with that? I mean, I uh, guess... What else does that hole in the back of his body do besides accept Newton, you know? (laughs) She she really was getting a little, like, touchy-feely with him when she touched his his thing. Was she into it, or was she just trying to stay alive? When your life's on the line, you you gotta do whatever. Take a wrench.